I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna check. See, oh. uh, we'll ex- we'll explain this in a minute. If you if you if we Just we don't even know if us. we really are live nope. or whether anything is going on. Trevor's produced it at this stage. My crossbridge says I've got two minutes before <laughs> we're live. Apparently, somebody now, didn't push now, the button. See now this <laughs> this is gonna be a train wreck from the beginning. Yes. Uh, you know what? I've got I've got us now. Okay, we're okay. live. Well. We, <laughs> Folks, if you're tuning in, it's going to be a long night, and it may end early tonight. I just want to warn you. That's, Please let that, that's it just, end early tonight. Yes. Um, see now. I, oh, here I'm going to share. Uh, okay. I, I think I think I'm. Do you want me? Uh, welcome to <laughs> thank generationally you. speaking. Yeah, thank you. Because you know Brad's busy. I have doing no something. idea what's going on at this stage. Obviously, I'm not Jordan. Because Jordan normally starts all this stuff, right? And Bruce is actually up there making sure that it all works. But we have Trevor tonight. <laughs> we have Trevor tonight. And it's and going so, famously so far. Yeah, and, and it, apparently he actually does have it started, but I can't find it on this page. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. You don't think so? No. Nope. <laughs> really? Or you want me to find it and you talk. Oh, yeah, that'd be how great. How about we do that? You know, it's been kind of a crazy day. We How many... How many videos have we filmed today or this week? This week we've done six. Six, six videos. Six videos so far. Six videos, which we'll tell you about those videos at the end of the night. So that's and a little bit. That's just a little tease. Recorded. Little tease to get them to stay Look, all night long. Look at that. There you go. Awesome. That way, that way we can. Somebody if anybody... owes Trevor ice cream. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. I uh, bought everybody that was here blizzards yesterday. Yes, you did. It was awesome. Yes. Very good. All right. Um, in case you're just tuning in, you may notice that Jordan is not here. It is his birthday. Loser. And, I mean, and, happy and, birthday, and Jordan. So, so he thinks he can take the day off on I, his birthday, apparently. I didn't get to take, well, I kind of did. Did you? Because my, my birthday was, was Monday. Monday. Yeah. Well, you already have Monday off. Yeah. So, I, so you're yeah. off anyway. So, well, Jordan, wherever you are, if you are listening, happy, happy birthday. birthday, Jordan. We tried to sing to him on our Zoom call at staff today. Yeah, he wasn't impressed. No, it didn't go very well. Did, have you seen that uh, Zoom call that, or not a Zoom call, it was actually a, a compilation of everybody. It was like, I don't know how many people singing a song. Yes. That was kind of cool. Yeah. We can't do that, though, can we? <laughs> We've talked about it. <laughs> Not going to happen. We just recorded six videos. Six videos. Yeah, we're lucky to get that done. Oh, yeah. well. One step at a time. One step at a time. Well, welcome, everybody, to Generationally Speaking. My name is Brad Maddox. I'm the lead pastor here at Crossbridge Community Church, and this is the one and only, my good friend, Bruce Colbert, the executive pastor here at Crossbridge, who is filling in for the loser. For the loser, Jordan. For, for the loser, Jordan. Good to be here. I'm so glad. To you are so glad. <laughs> It's kind of an inside joke, but it's all it's all right. So, um, we're we're gonna talk about something that's kind of near and dear to a lot of people's hearts as of late. Yes. And so, I have a question for you. Yes. This is not a this is not a brain teaser or anything. So we we're did. not doing brain teaser. No, like, but, Jordan's not here. But I know we don't get know, the brain teaser. That's because if I remember right, last time I did one, I think I got it right. Probably, probably. But I want to ask you uh, this: Is um, what are you afraid of? What am I afraid of? Yeah, you know, you're a strong, manly man. <laughs> uh, what are you afraid of? Uh, is there anything that you're afraid of? Does not, anything come up to your mind? Not a whole. There's one thing. Um, and you're afraid to tell everybody, no, right? No, no, no. I don't like birds swooping at my head. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Like I remember, you remember at the zoo, <laughs> like Trevor's walking out when, the building right now. <laughs> when, no, this is serious. When I was younger, how about butterflies? <laughs> no, how butterflies are butterflies are okay. When I was younger, if you all remember, like the exit to the Fort Wayne Zoo was that cage. That oh, had the, birds the in aviary. It. Yeah, is that what they were called? Sure. Yeah. Let's make it and up as had, we go. You walked through it to like kind of the last thing. It was. I remember that. Yeah. I did not care for that. Really? Because as You're long as of... they all stood or you know stayed perched where they were on their limbs and stuff, I was fine. If one came and kind of went past me, I I was not okay with that. <laughs> when you were young, did you watch Alfred Hitchcock's Birds? I did not. See, really? No. So it wasn't. It had even, nothing you, to do. It with had it. nothing to do with that. You just no. didn't like them. Nope. Didn't like birds. My parents wouldn't let me watch birds. <laughs> and now now you think of the movies like that wasn't even scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Anyway. Um, you know, what, what, what are you afraid of? <laughs> the, the list is numerous <laughs> and long. I've, I've preached on this several times of the yeah. things I'm afraid of. Yeah. I mean, I think, my biggest, I think my biggest fear is fish. Fish and <laughs> are, they, are, they, are they crustaceans? Or, you know, like, like lobsters and crawdads? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate those things. So, like, Crabs. Even, even Trevor's aquarium, that scares you? To oh, so if there's glass in between me and them, okay. I love them. You but still want... To be face to face, right? No. To touch if I went on a cruise, I would never, ever, ever, ever go into the water and do the snorkeling, scuba diving. So you like won't go into like large bodies of water that you know fish are in. That's why I stay in lakes because you can't see any of it. No, I mean really? I don't. I don't like it. I do. I. I mean I grew up on yeah, a lake. You used to ski. Yeah, and I. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I would ski and things, but I try to stay on top of the water. Oh my. Yeah, gosh. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like touching them. I don't. They're ugly and they're slimy and they're scaly and nasty. So there, so there you go. That's the that's the worst thing probably. There's lots okay. of. I, I'm scared of the dark. Are you? I could I could sleep at at home with the lights on There's all night no long. Way. No oh way. Yeah. yeah. I have to have no, the darker I, the better. That's why Barb keeps turning lights off everywhere I go and I have them <laughs> on everywhere. So anyway, um, anyway, yeah. So one of the things we want to talk about because you know we're kind of living in this awkward time right now. Yes. And. Um, there's a lot of people out there, and I won't say they're scared, but there's there's some anxiety, there's some fear out there and things like that. And and so we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that today. Yeah, and seriously, that we know obviously there's a lot of, um, you know, worry about the future. Right. And uh, we've talked about this actually a few times over the last year or so. Some of you may actually remember our Paper Tiger series that mm-hmm. we talked about. We actually hit on some of this quite a few times actually if you want to go back and get some in-depth stuff about that right go back and search for that series that we did and, um, and i remember at the time that that series just blew up i mean people love yeah, that series yeah. and we didn't expect that necessarily but, right yeah and that's the thing is even though you know there's some things that that we can be fearful about now there's always something to be fearful yeah, about i mean this is just the latest thing and it happens to be something that all of us are experiencing together, uh, together exactly right? but um, yeah, it seems like there's always individual fears that people have or things that stress them out or cause worry. And, right, right. And, um, yeah, and there's always stuff. There's jobs, there's yeah. finances, there's there's health, yep. you know, and this is, happens to be on... Relationships. On, on, yeah. on hitting on all, a lot of these relationships, yeah. marriages, you know, yeah. there's, there's, yeah. there's all kinds of things that, that we have to navigate and having struggles and, yep. and trouble with. So it is. And, 
And some people navigate it better than others. We've had this conversation in the office just you know this week, and and yeah. you and I are. And, and this is a disclaimer for you, <laughs> you guys out there. So don't send us hate mail or hate messages on Facebook and things. But Bruce and I happen not to be worriers, you know. Yeah, and we're not, and that doesn't make us better or worse Absolutely than anybody not. else. It probably it's makes just, us worse, honestly. <laughs> it's just the way we're wired. Exactly. Um, we just don't feel that as much as some other people do. Um, and, um, I don't know. I think that's just the way God made some is that we're more, um, tuned into that. And, right. and some people just don't worry about those kinds of things. Right. And, and, and again, it's one of the things that, that we, you have to recognize are some people are wired that way. And so you're looking at other people saying, well, this is no big deal. Why are we going on? And, right. and maybe you're one of those that, that really have, are fearful or have some anxiety about everything that's going on. And you can't understand why they feel that way. And understand that they can't understand why you are feeling that way. Yeah. And honestly, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah, we've actually been talking, like you said, about this a lot just in our staff meetings and, and trying to help people navigate through yeah. this, you know, the last few weeks and realizing that we all are wired differently. And so... Um, you know, just like I can't go to someone who does worry about it and go, well, just get over it. Yeah, just don't worry. Right. Yeah. It also flip goes that switch the other way where you can't go to someone and just say, well, you should be more worried about this. Right. It, it doesn't work that way. Exactly. It's, it's and I think the big takeaway there is is don't dismiss the other person. Right. You know, on on either side of that, and and understand that again, meet somewhere in the middle, and right. and try to have some understanding of this is the way they feel, right. and that's a real feeling, even if you don't think it's it's right. And again, that goes on both both ends of that. Exactly. Yep. So anyway, yeah. but but we wanted to kind of go to scripture, and and I read not too long ago, and I think this is fairly accurate. Don't quote me on this, but <laughs> but I I read somewhere that that. In the Bible, um, it says fear not or some form of don't fear. Right, or do not be afraid. Exactly. Fear, like 300 yeah. times. Yeah, it's a ton. And, 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 and I don't know about you, but my inbox has been filled. I mean, every day I have to sort through, I can't tell you how many, from every company uh, talking about what's going on and, and their stance on it and what they're doing and things. Yeah. And this one verse continues to keep coming up time and time again. So you've probably seen this verse hundreds of times already, but here, here's, here's what it is. It's actually in 2 Timothy 1.7, and it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And, and so here we are, you know, and if you know that Scripture tells us that that many times, there's got to be something we can, we're able to do about that. Yeah, and so Brad's asked me to uh, get, on your soap get on my soapbox here a little bit. <laughs> For just a couple minutes, and let me see if I can um, just give some thought. Like I'm yeah. just going to do a brain just, dump. Just do, just at, do a brain dump, and let's point. just talk about it. Yeah, um, because I read that scripture, and there's so much actually packed into that one little scripture. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, so it's not something. Again, we've talked about uh, this in the past that fear is not from God. It's not a something He uses to motivate us with. Right. He's, it's not something he uses to try to force us to a certain decision. Those that is not from God because that's not the spirit that he gives to us. When we we have the spirit of God living in us, it's there's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, if we've got God living in us, there's nothing that can overcome that. So 
those feelings of fear are not from God, that doesn't mean they're not real. Exactly. Right? And, and it doesn't mean that, oh, you necessarily shouldn't feel that right. way. Like and I think because that's, that's where a lot of people go is, is say well right. if I'm feeling this oh I I can't feel that way and now we're beating ourselves up right then there's guilt that then comes there's with guilt and depression right. and right. yeah and so I think what we have to differentiate is the idea that feeling fear is one thing and feelings you know we've said many times uh, feelings are real but they may not be true so you can't control necessarily how you feel. Um, your body's wired a certain way and your body is going to respond to certain things uh, with feelings and emotions. And one of those is fear. That's not bad. So, you, it, you know, it doesn't do any good to go s- tell someone stop feeling fear. That's, that's where we got to <laughs> impossible. Separate. It's impossible. You can't yeah. do it. What we do have to separate, though, is then what do we do with that fear? How do we let that fear affect us. Right. I don't think scripture would say 300 times, do not be afraid, fear not. I don't think God was trying to say, stop your emotions. I think what he was trying to say is, you do have a choice what you do with that. Yeah, and I think it's in there so many times because he knows that this is one thing that we are going to struggle with it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so during this time, we've been talking about Yes, some people will feel fear more than others, and that's totally normal. Um, that's expected. We're all wired differently. But what we want to do as a church and looking at Scripture and looking at truth is say those feelings are real, but let's talk about what is true. And what is true is that apparently God's saying through Scripture, you can choose to fear not, or in another sense, to not let that fear cripple you. Consume you. Not let it consume you. Not let it paralyze you. You do not have to act on the feelings of fear to the point that it stops you from doing what God has called you to do. Right. And that's where we want to help. You know, at Crossbridge here, our um, uh, our mission statement is um, transforming lives by helping people take next steps with God. Everything we do here is trying to help people move and, and move forward and move closer to God. And I think part of what we want to do during this time is to help people see, yes, you may be feeling feelings of fear, but what can we do to keep progressing? Let's not get stuck there. Let's not get stuck there. You know, and let's not let that dictate what our lives are going to do. Let's start taking baby steps and start moving forward. How do we start... Um, continually reminding ourselves what is the truth what do we see in scripture right you know are those feelings something we should be paying attention to or can we begin to start moving out of those things so that's that's yeah. kind of what we great, want to do as a church great stuff yeah um let's let's i'm going to read another piece of scripture and and i love this one um because it talks about fear here and it's, it's in mark chapter 8 verse 35 And here's what it says. It says, As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats did follow. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. They're they're in a little bit of trouble at this point, you know, because probably because they're next to the fish. If, yeah, if they would about. fall out, they do. They'd be their fish. Exactly what the problem is. <laughs> Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion, and I've never understood this. How how would you be able to sleep in, in a storm like this? 
You probably could. I, I probably <laughs> you could. You probably could. And I think it's cool that it says with his head on, on a cushion. cushion. So it's like Jesus is as relaxed He's as He's just be. as calm as they can be. <laughs> it's not bothering We have to be more like Jesus, apparently. <laughs> the disciples woke him shouting, Teacher, don't you even care? I love that. <laughs> don't you even care that we're going to drown? And it, he must not have woken up right away because it says when Jesus woke up. It was probably like trying to wake up Trevor. Right. Have you ever seen him in the morning? It's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? And, and that's, that's kind of a wild statement. You know, they're about to drown. And, and I would definitely be scared to death at that point. Right. And, and Jesus saying, why are you afraid? Yeah. And, and I, I think, and I, go ahead. I don't think he's saying, why did you get fearful? Or exactly. Why did you feel that? Exactly. I think what he's saying is, why didn't then you start to process through that and realize, wait, I've got the Son of God sitting which, here. Which in they the did, boat. but they did it in panic. Right. They did it in panic. Right. And I think that's where he's saying, um, you know, focus on me. You had me the whole time. Yeah. And that's great stuff. And let, yet you, you let the the feelings and the fear overtake you and overwhelm you. Yeah. Um, one of the other cool things I think that is interesting that they put in this story is. Uh, do you notice that they automatically go to teacher? Don't you care about us? Yes. Like when we feel fear, one of our instant default modes is to go, "Well, God must not care." Yeah. Right. If I'm feeling fear, if I'm things aren't going my way, well, then that should be that's obviously an indication that God that you doesn't don't, care. You don't about actually me. care about me, and that and that's our default mode. And. And hashtag ad, as Jordan would say, we're going to talk about that on Sunday, so tune in on Sunday morning. Yeah. But, but it is. It, 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 you, start, you get into a posi- uh, an area that I don't like what's going on. I don't want to be in this position. This is scaring me. Right. Well, then God must not care for me. Right. He must not actually love me. So that's a great example of where, again, we may feel that. We may feel um, like God's left us or abandoned that. We have those feelings sometimes. But then the truth that we can go back to in Scripture is where it says God will never leave you or forsake you. He right. will never abandon you. And so now we have this choice. Am I going to believe my feelings right. or am I going to say, no, wait, this is what I know from truth, from right. Scripture. And I'm going to choose to say, even though the feelings may not go away right away, I'm going to choose to believe and act on what I know to be true. And that's what that taking that first step is. Right. You know, it, it's, if, it even may just be for right now, all you can do is understand, oh, I'm feeling this. Yes. And, and, and I'm scared. I have some fear in me. That may not be what I'm supposed to act on. Right. And, and, and it's, it's going to be a process. It like is I a said, process. it's not going to be flipping you, a switch. Exactly. It's going to be a, um, a constant when those thoughts come into your mind or when those feelings come up, it's going to be multiple choices, you know, each time of, wait, what am I going to choose to believe? Right. My feelings or the truth? And and it's going to be doing that over and over and over daily. Right. You know, and that's the progression of building your faith. Yeah, exactly. And and I 
actually wrote a letter to Crossbridge this week, and and, and it was this line, and I'll be honest with you, I stole it. I heard it somewhere else and kind of (laughs) revamped it and stole it myself, but but here's what it said. It said, when we feed our fear, our faith starves. And when we feed our faith, fear starves. And that's exactly what we're talking about. And, And we... We can choose to feed either one of those, right? And and if you feed your fear, it's just going to continue to get worse, right? And worse and worse. <clears throat> Which but, is why, for some people, being on Facebook or watching the news all the time may not be the healthiest way to combat the fear you're feeling. Exactly, because it just feeds it. Yeah. And instead, uh, just like going back to the story, right? The the issue there was that the disciples were focused on the storm. And not on Jesus, who was sitting in the boat with them. Right. And so the the remedy or the way you feed your faith is to stop feeding yourself the, the things that will f- cause fear. It doesn't mean be stupid and not, you know, not know what's going on in the world. Right. But it, it means not constantly paging through all the stories and all the things it, that could go wrong. It, and, it reminds me of people who start getting a symptom of something and they, they look through the internet. Yes. My, my dad was like that. <laughs> they, yeah. that well, well, here's how I feel. And, and look at all these things that it could be, right. you know, and, and I'm sorry if, if that's what you do, but, but that's feeding part, some of that fear. Right. And instead focusing on Jesus going, wait, let me go back to scripture. What are those verses? What are those times? What are those stories where I was told this is what I could believe in, or right. this is what Jesus proclaimed, or this is what God said in Scripture, and and how can I get around people uh, maybe who will discuss that with me? Can we do a Zoom call? Can we call somebody? You know, help me walk through this. What are you feeling? Those types of things. And we've talked about that so many times, is doing life in relationship is, and, and, right. and surrounding yourself and knowing that, hey, I'm feeling this way. I just need to talk about that with somebody. Yeah. And, and being able to have those kind of people around you is absolutely huge. Absolutely. And, and so, it, and again, that's some of the next steps. And, and when we say that you can either feed your fear or you can and feed your faith, then there's ways that you can also feed your faith. And, and it goes back to spiritual disciplines again also. Right. And there's all kinds of ways, especially with technology that we have. It's one of the reasons why we've been doing all the videos and trying to still contact right. with people and reach out to people with what we are doing is so that they have a place, you have a place that you can come and being fed those kind of things so that you're feeding your faith, you're feeding your faith, and that grows and it moves out some of that fear. Yeah, You know, another one um, that does it for me, and I know some people connect with this, is uh, worship music because yes. it tends to combine um, truth of words with feelings of the music, and that sometimes can help you overcome some of those feelings and the anxiety and the, and the stress that you're feeling. And um, by putting that kind of truth into you and kind of pushing out some of the other anxiety-filled feelings. Yeah, and my guess is even today, there's people with less fear because it was sun shining out, and they were able to get Absolutely. outside some. Yeah. And that's another yeah. thing. There's yeah. there's all these kind of things, and, and you have to start experimenting with some of this to right. realize what, what makes me feel better, what what relieves some of this, this, this pressure of me, of how I am feeling, and start feeding into those, and, and it may take it, several It's almost like what helps me get my feelings to align with what I know to be true from Scripture. Right. Is that is that immersing myself in Scripture? Is it talking to someone else? Is it uh, being outside in nature? Is it worship music? What are those things that 
steer me back to what I know to be true. Praying, you know, prayer, and yeah. just and just ask God, hey, you know, I'm feeling this. We did that um, this morning, uh, Kim, our next steps pastor. Yeah. Uh, we were on our staff meeting, and she led us in uh, a minute of silence. And um, it's the second or third time she's done that yeah. with us. And every time she does that, I go, Whew. And my guess is you think, why don't, why don't I, I, do, I do, do this do more, more often? often? That's exactly you what ha- I thought. And, yeah. and, that's, again, that, and that goes back to having somebody in your life right. that can lead you through some of that. Right. And again, my guess is that there were some people on that phone, that phone call that said, well, that's just really stupid. Right. But it, it, helped, it me helped me today. Yeah. And and so, again, it's finding those things that relieve some of that pressure and relieve some of that tension. Yeah. I don't want to leave tonight without also talking about there is anxiety, there is some fear that goes beyond even what you can handle. Yes. And and so talk a little bit about that because we are we are big believers in counseling. Oh yeah, um, boy, if you can. Um... You know, if you've tried some of these things and you find that you're just not able to feel like you're moving forward or process through it, um, we acknowledge that there are times where we need more help. Absolutely. And uh, definitely would encourage anyone who feels like that or you're stuck or you can't, you're in a, a hole that you can't get out of to uh, connect with one of us. We have referral places we can send you for Christian counseling. Um, and totally think that's necessary. I've said before from stage, um, I battle depression. Right. Uh, I'm actually on medication for it, will be the rest of my life. I've been through counseling. Um, I'm pretty sure pretty much everybody in our staff has been in counseling at some point. Uh, we think that that's healthy, that's good. Uh, please don't stay stuck. No. If, if you're having trouble getting out of it and you don't feel like you can get out of it with the handles that we're talking about tonight, Please reach out to don't someone. Don't stop there. Don't yeah. Don't stay and, there. And we hold people in very high regard, Absolutely. high esteem. That that search count. It's not one of those things that you need to be embarrassed about. Yep. Um, we think it's it's crucial to to all of our lives at certain points in times. And the reality is, like for me, uh, there is a biological component of it. There's Absolutely, a, a chemical imbalance that was keeping me, no matter what I did, from being where I needed to be. And so, yes, please uh, reach out to us. Uh, you know, call your doctor and talk to them if you feel more comfortable with that. Um, lots of options there, but don't stay where you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Take take some take some next steps. Right. Absolutely. Any last words you want to say? Anything you feel? You, put it out on the table. Uh, I'm still you, trying to get over the fact that you're afraid of fish. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of other things too. Yeah, but that's that's another story. Hey, uh, we want to invite you on Sunday morning. We are wrapping up our series called Seven, and we're looking at the last miracle that John talks about. That Jesus did the raising of Lazarus, and I think it's going to be powerful. I'll tell you, the worship is is amazing. It is, and uh, so you don't want to miss that. We'll pre- premiere that video coming up Sunday morning at ten thirty. Yeah, hint, that's all been recorded already and is ready to go. It's yeah. pretty good yeah yeah jake did a nice job it's gonna be awesome brad was okay yeah i was average (laughs) (laughs) but uh, that'll be on facebook and youtube and then the other thing we want to just uh let you know about is something that we're really excited about we're so glad so (laughs) we're so glad uh that we're excited about um holy week is coming up some call it the passion week but we have put a set of uh, videos and worship together for the entire week we're going to start on sunday night you and i actually recorded that today we kick it off uh, talking about palm sunday and 
what we're trying to do, it's called, it's called The King and the Cross, A Journey to Easter. And basically every night, uh, someone from the staff here is going to be talking about what happened in Jesus' life. And our hope is that you just experience Easter and this week in a different way. Yeah, because we know with everything going on, uh, we were even talking about this in our family earlier today. It was kind of like, wait, when is Easter? Like what day <laughs> yeah. is it? You, know, you just kind of lose track of days and weeks and times right now. Um, and so we wanted to give you something each uh, night of the week next week to kind of just take you on that journey. You know, at the end of a day, um, or you know, you can watch it later too. Uh, just kind of go, wait a second. This is the week leading up to Easter. I want to just take a few moments to focus myself, be reminded of that, uh, so that on Easter Sunday, a week from Sunday, you know, my heart is in the place where I've journeyed with Christ that last week. Yeah, yeah. So that's at 8 o'clock every night, starting Sunday night, 8 o'clock on Facebook or YouTube. We'd love to have you join us. And even on Thursday, just to have you prepared, um, we're going to take communion together. Communion. Find find your communion stuff at your home. Yep. Get it ready, because... Brad's leading you to communion. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, hey, thanks for joining us tonight. It was a yes. pleasure having you. Thank you. We'll have to do it again sometime. All right. Have All a right. great week, everybody. All right. See ya. See ya.